welcome to the WRFA podcast, Roll On. Wheels for All is a student-led nonprofit organization that has donated over 100 bikes to low-income families as part of our mission to provide free and reliable transportation for everyone. For our second episode, we are here with the wonderful Adriana, a teacher at Simply Destiny. Check out their website at simplydestiny.com. That's simply D-E-S-T-I-N-E-E.com. Uh, so tell us a little bit uh, about yourself, Adriana. Uh, what do you do? Um, well, I'm an elementary school teacher for District 129. So I right now will be virtually teaching third grade. And then I spend all of my free time helping the community. And with Simply Destiny, I help them with their education and college readiness. So I work with them with their schoolwork, if they're behind or if they're, most of our families are first generation college students. So they don't have a clue um, what it's like to take the SAT or the SAT or anything that is equivalent to that. Or if they're honor students, they don't understand like, what does that mean to have AP classes on the AP test? So I walk them through all of that. That's really amazing. Um, So what is it like teaching elementary school students virtually? It's controlled chaos. (laughs) It's, it's, and you know, it, it's not as bad because you have to set the norms, right? And I, I think that everybody has to understand what the etiquette is and what the norm is. I always tell my students and people around me my expectations. I have expectations and you either meet them or you don't. And there's actually some consequences. So the kids are really open to that. I always provide a safe space. Simply Destiny, we believe in a safe haven. So for me, it's like, well, the safe haven is here, you know, in this room right now. Like, this is a free space to talk. This is a free space to share your feelings. I'm not judging you. You're not judging me. But we can express our feelings or our emotions or if you had a bad day. We just have to take our time and not be like, ah, you teacher. And I'm like, come on down, raise your hand or mute yourselves (laughs) one at a time. But I love it when everybody wants to share something because that means that you're free to talk no matter where. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really important that like kids express themselves because I'm sure it's quite tense learning online and also teaching online seems extremely difficult. Yes, but as long as we can take the time to express ourselves and give ourselves that kindness, I think that it just becomes an, a different, it's a different experience, but it's not a bad one. Mm-hmm. Um, it has its positives. And some of these kids have thrived, right? Um, And then there's some that haven't, but the ones that have, you know it's because they realize this is just the space I'm in and this is how it's gonna go. So uh, it's really nice that like you created your organization in order to help like first generation, like college students kind of like find their way around things and like kind of like navigate like the whole system and everything. So uh, what was your inspiration for joining Simply Destiny? Um, My inspiration for joining Simply Destiny um, was really an an act of, oh, something's wrong. So I'll take a step back and talk a little bit bit more about myself, which is rare. Um, I am part of like three different organizations. And one of them is Peace Jam. Peace Jam is after school activities for youth. Um, And what we do is we follow a Nobel Peace Laureate for the year. And we are lucky enough to meet them every year. So our kids 
in elementary school, followed like Jody Williams and got to meet her. Followed Kalish from India and got to meet him. Followed Rigoberta Mishutam and got to meet him. So every year when I met, um, when we were doing Peace Jam, we always had a performer or someone that, you know, got the, you know, the place pumped up, but they were all about peace and unity. And sure enough, it's simply destiny. And they just brought such energy to our conference. We did a conference workshops all day, like talk about peace, talk about community, talk about our community service. How can we help our community? We did that every year. And they were the people that came to us. And one day um, at one of our festivals, me and one of um, the other founders, Peace Jam, she's not a founder, but she's pretty high up. Like she's a director. She's been doing it forever. We looked at each other, we looked at them, and we said, uh-uh, something's up. They don't got the same vibe. So I reached out to them and I said, hey, uh, friends, what's going on? And they're like, oh, you know, we just don't feel like, you know, the, the things are struggling. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you need help in? And they're like, well, we need to help in fundraising. And I'm like, okay, well, I have a marketing background. I know what fundraising is. I know what it takes to market a product, right? And that's Simply Destiny as a not-for-profit. And so I'm saying this is a great organization. Again, like I said, we were founded to help youth and we're founded through grief. Simply Destiny was founded because um, Liza Oliva's and Marty's, Liza's daughter and Marty's uh, niece passed away from suicide. Um, unfortunately for, for them, they weren't able to catch on that um, epilepsy, that one of the side effects of the drug is suicide. Um, kind of thoughts and actions. And so unfortunately she passed away from suicide. And before all that talk, everybody was like, oh, she was depressed. She didn't have a place to be. She had nowhere to go. And Marty was like, well, she could come to me. And she goes, what if, what if this is something else is happening in our community? Why don't I just open a place for kids to come in? And well, if they're here, I'm gonna put some music on and teach him a couple steps because he's the choreographer in our group. And He's like, so he started, he started Simply Destiny and the first six kids were there. And it's amazing to see six kids, adults, because I met them after adult, like when they have already been in the program for six, seven years. And you see them and you're like, wow, this is what Simply Destiny did already for these kids in six years. So once I saw them struggling, I said, okay, I can use my marketing you know, knowledge and help and community and then using Peace Jam with Simply Destiny together, we were able to provide that space where Marty talked, you know, choreography, dances. We were, we are in every single, well, pre-COVID, we're in every single parade. You could invite us to every school and we would dance. But these kids aren't performers like, oh, I want to be the first in, in I want to be first and sh- look at me at TikTok. No, they're like the ones that are usually behind sitting somewhere in some corner. And after two to three months, all of a sudden they're in the back of the line. And then maybe a couple of months later, you see them going, can I teach a dance? Or I love this dance. And we're like, yeah, go ahead. Most choreography is led by Marty, but it's also um, led by the kids themselves. And the kids then teach themselves because I'm not there with them like, oh, one, two, three. No, I'm on the other side of the room with a parent asking them, how's the kid? And the kid comes in the room with me and they tell me what's going on with the grades. And that's where I am. I'm in the computer lab. You know, 
monitoring their computer lab and making sure they're doing their homework. Because back through COVID, we had, um, we still have, we have an, our, our area separated. So Mondays is the little kids from six to 12. But guess what? Most of families can't just leave the kids at home by themselves. So then I would get mom, dad, and the other kid who comes to our classes on Wednesdays. So what am I gonna do with all these people? Sure enough, put them in a, in a room, we do art club, we put them in another room, they're doing their homework, and then we're having the parents talk to each other because parents also need support, right? So that's how Simply Destiny like kind of just forms itself all into like this little village that everybody can become to. If you're a dancer, great, come in, where do you dance? If you don't want to dance, great, I have an art supply room full of stuff for you guys to you know, do stuff. And then we have community members, artists that come in and teach class for us sometimes. And that's been, you know, phenomenal for them because some of them are artists. And sometimes we're like, well, we don't know what to do. And like, can I draw for you? And I'm like, take it away, kid. <laughs> you know, don't let me not hold you back. So that's what, um, why Simply Destiny does what it does. And we do it basically almost for free. Because if you think about dance classes cost about $300. We ask for $25, we ha had asked, now it's for free, 100%. Um, we had asked just like an agreement, $25, and you got a t-shirt. See, like, I have my shirt right now. Let me see, you see it? Yeah. So, like, we have all these shirts, and it's like a badge of honor. Like, who has a shirt? And sometimes people show up with, like, really old shirts, and they're like, oh, how did you get that? I'm like, oh, I've been here for a while, you know? So we always have that. And we, we always do it for the parades. So we um, always have a parade shirt and then we have a parade choreography. So that's what, it's the core of it, right? It's just people saying, you know, we needed this. Parents were like, I don't know what to do my kid, my kid's failing. Okay, let's talk about it. Or sometimes we have to have groups, like peer groups, because things are happening, right? They don't wanna talk to mom and dad about it. They sometimes don't want to talk to me. So it's like, okay, they all talk to Liza or Liza's like, okay, we're doing an extra day and it's for these kids particularly because they want to talk. Okay. Like I said, it's a safe haven where anybody can come in and we were just always trying to like connect with people and show them different things, right? Because where we're from in Aurora, a lot of these kids, and that's why Peace Jam does the same thing. They don't leave town. So for Peace Jam, we would take them to Michigan. Uh, Western University. So they would go to Western University the first time they're on a bus for four hours, cross, crossing state lines, two state lines. It would be like, Indiana. I mean, it's so excited to see the word Indiana. I, I looked at them like, why are you guys doing this? They're like, Michigan. I'm like, yeah. All right. They're ready for this conference. So excited to be with other kids from other states um, was always something. Um, that was amazing and the same thing for simply destiny they got to go to chicago they were able to perform in in different areas they got excited going to wheaton you know st charles super excited and it's things that some of us take for granted of actually being able to leave your town because they don't have the transportation to go or the adult to take them so sometimes is being that adult and saying you know, being that extra adult and saying, hey, can I can I have your kid for about five hours today? Because we're gonna be going to another town, we're gonna perform, then we're gonna eat, but I'll have them home by this time. Or tell them we're not gonna get home until later because of the fact that there's traffic, 
all these things are happening. So it's just build that trust in the community. Um, clearly, you guys have made such an amazing impact on so many different kids. Um, what was your most memorable teaching experience? Um, oh, the most memorable happened three years ago. We fundraised, we, we fundraised chocolates and this was like the most amazing thing of really knowing that they all band together. We had one little girl who got um, a special STEM entry to one of the STEM universities to have over the summer. Well, it costs like $3,000 and there is not $3,000 for me to give just like this, you know? So we're like, well, we'll sell chocolates. Well, selling chocolates, $3,000 of chocolates, it's like 235 boxes. <laughs> we sold them. We got her there. Wow. She went to Loyola University and it was, they did it for her. And that was like, that made my, my year. That's so amazing. I, it's hard to find people that are that generous nowadays. That's really cool. Oh, I know. <laughs> and then so, we do it as a team, right? We do it as a team and then we do it for each other in other ways, right? Mm -hmm. We fundraise, um, let's see, what did they do the other day? Is the food, you know how we have, uh, the food, um, we don't have food, right? Mm -hmm. There's some kids that actually are missing food because they're not going to school. Because of that, they have to figure out a way to helping each other out. So I had a parent actually call me to do a food pantry pickup for other families because their car wasn't working. So it's just like this whole circle of calling each other, not for themselves, but for somebody else. And that's what's important is I know that I didn't know that this parent, the car um, was not working and they were able to call me and tell me about it. And then we all got together. We did a food drive, a food pickup because that was important. And then another parent called another parent and they're like, well, we were mechanics. Let me help you. And they fixed their car. It's like, that's when you know that things are happening in a positive way. And everybody's like thinking about other people, not just themselves. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mike, um, sorry. Um, like, going back to what you said about, like, how you guys, how, like, Simply Just came to be, I think it's really important that, like, uh, people, like, no matter what age, like, they kind of have, like, a way to, like, kind of, like, relieve their stress, or, like, kind of, like, if there's anything on their mind that's, like, kind of, like, hurt, like, bothering them, maybe they're, like, depressed or something like that, it's really, like, important that they have a way to, like, kind of, like, let it out or to like kind of like put their mind somewhere else because like especially like something like dancing maybe is like a really great way because like you kind of like focus on like moving around and you can like interact with other people as well so it's a really nice way to like kind of like you know like both to like kind of like put your like worries to, a, to, to the side as well as like being able to kind of like interact with other people and maybe form new relationships as well and I know that like I've also kind of like kind of like been through something like that when I was like a bit younger. And I think for me, like something that I used to like to, I used, I used to do was like, I, I used to just like cook because I, I think I, I would say, I'm, I, I would say I'm a pretty good cook right now because I've been doing it for a while. And it kind of like, it's just one of those ways. It's pretty much like dancing or like drawing. It's just like a really good way of like relieving stress and just like putting your mind somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. I think that that's something that we all have to, take our time and do right so it's like 
if it's not dancing, if it's not art, if it's cooking, it has to be something, you know, like, um, with this whole, you know, COVID situation, we had to shut down the studio for a while, but we even had to realize that we had to figure out how to dance in our rooms and together, even in our rooms. So that's what we did. Like that was the next step having to do a hundred percent virtual dance classes. So we've accomplished that. And now we are, well, you know, we, we were able to open for a little bit and then we're still open, but then we're restricted by numbers, right? So we had to condense um, our hours with each, with each group of kids. Cause you know, at the end of it, like once when we were gifted the, um, the, the bikes, right? You guys were so amazing and the kids needed it because they hadn't been out at all. And we were trying to, you know, just figure out what to do with ourselves. And then now they were like, oh, we have a bike. And they're sending me pictures of themselves in a bike and, you know, sending all this stuff to me and how happy they were. And it was just because we hadn't that exercise. And it was like, all right, we are exercising now. We have bikes. We're trying to figure this out. Can we run or walk or hike? We had to figure something else out to do because we weren't going to the studio because that's another part right they were going to a studio and then if they were really bored we would walk over to the playground across the street so it would take you know again it's like i don't want to do art today or i don't want to feel like doing anything somebody has to go and supervise them across the street at the park while the others are dancing right because it's just that's what happens you have to just help each other out so it was just like, okay, we're not even meeting here. Like, can we, you know, can we meet in an open space and go walking or we have to find something to do? Cause if we just stay sitting, then that's when, you know, you get your thoughts, your thoughts don't go where they're supposed to go. And it's just like, you start just feeling down. But if you start looking at different ways to doing things, I mean, I'm enjoying walking outside in the cold. <laughs> Cause I was like, well, if I don't walk outside in the cold, I'm not going to do anything. So I'm, I'm even, you know, layering up extra, super extra, just so I can enjoy walking outside a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I know like a lot of students, especially now, are just like staying at home and then doing school. But then after school, they're just like, they're just doing their homework and they're never going outside or anything like that. And I feel like that just like builds a lot of anxiety like within students just like always being at home all the time not really going out because i feel like many school like kids don't really have their license yet and stuff so i mean is there any advice you would give to anxious students in the midst of this pandemic really just be kind to yourself i think that you have to be able to tell yourself the expectation is no longer there um if i could give it to students is that also it's time look at yourself in the mirror you gotta meditate you gotta do some writing in a journal i mean i am one of the strongest people you will ever meet and i'll say it because i i am that confident i've had to meditate i've had to do some serious yoga because there's some months where things happen and we all have to agree that we are all grieving we are all grieving our previous lives. We're all grieving our friends. We're all grieving. I mean, I think that we, we spent, simply destiny. I think the saddest post was, I don't have my pajamas. Where's my pajama party? Cause we always throw a pajama party for Christmas. So all I'm seeing all day is these kids posting themselves in pajamas 
and then posting a picture of themselves from last year in the pajama party. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> thanks you guys. Can we not talk about what we're not doing today? And but it was it was always like that sense of community, and there is that sense of loss. Like we have to say to ourselves, it's a sense of loss. It's okay to grieve. You know, I'm sad because I can't travel. I'm sad because I can't see you know all these kids at different times. But I can't, I, I can't do anything about it. You so you have to like this is what you can control, and this is what you can't control. And life still goes on. You still have to go to school. Like I'm talking like I'm a teacher. I'm sorry, but I'm like you still have to go to college. You still have to continue. You know. And I was even talking to the parents the other day. You could you could have a really bad day, but you still gotta pay bills. You still have to. Do, your kid could be crying in the corner. You find out if they're okay, but you can't go and cry with them in the corner for the next eight hours. That that doesn't help anybody. That does that all that does is just cost you guys to be in staying still stopped for eight hours. So somebody has to be like, okay, we cried, we're good, meditate, journal, do something, walk, you know, repeat. Sometimes I was walking in the summer three times a day. Like I would wake up, do my stuff, work, and then I would leave and walk, go walk. Then I would come back, do some more work, and I would walk. I used every single hour possible of daylight that I could, and sometimes it was three out, it three times, because that was got me, you know, kept me going, kept me refreshed. So be kind to yourselves. A bad day is not a bad day, you know. You have to always think it's sad to say it, but it's true. Think about everybody else. Like I can share and tell you, I'm I come from another country. I come from Panama originally, so right now my family there is in complete lockdown. They can only go out for two hours every other day. That's it. And only males. Okay, how is it? It's males on Mon on Tuesday and Thursdays, females Monday and Wednesday, and elderly people on Friday, Saturdays. The government tells you you stay home, and if you come out of your house, the police comes and goes. Oh, you wanted to come out? Here's a broom. Start sweeping. The streets. That's how it is in other places. We have nothing to complain about going to the grocery store with a mask on. Nothing. I mean, there are some countries that are in a hundred percent lockdown. And believe you me, my grandma looks at me and she goes, "I look at the plants." I go, "Good, good, grandma. Look at the plants some more. <laughs> Keep looking." At the plants, because she's like, not even the stray dogs are outside, and I'm like, there's no stray dogs outside either. So you got no entertainment other than well, the birds. But you know, so she's like, she goes on these stories, but it's because she can't leave. She cannot leave her house. They, I mean, she's she's older. She's 91, and my uncle's like, you are not. I, I can't bubble wrap you enough to send you outside. So I have to do it for you. So we always have to be so grateful that where we are at is where we're at, because we could be in lockdown, or you could be in places that are just losing everything—their homes, their food. There's so many other communities that are suffering so much harder than us, and we just have to, you know, deal with boxes, little boxes, you know, you know, in the computer. But I don't think that's bad. 
Yeah, I can I definitely like agree with what you said because I was, I was thinking about this too the other day. Because uh, it's like, it's kind of hard to like put things in perspective about this whole pandemic situation. Because it's really easy to think about like stuff that you've missed out on or like, like for example, like for me, I know that I've missed out on being able to see my friends every day or like maybe going on vacations to somewhere. But then you have to like, then you like think about it and you're like, a lot of people out there like have lost, you know, like so much more than I have. You know, I haven't lost like any like direct like family members or like any of my friends. But I know that some people have, like I think my physics teacher actually uh, lost his best friend over like Thanksgiving break because of, I don't know if it was coronavirus or something else. But that's something that he had to go through. So basically like, yeah, and as you said, so many people in like other parts of the world have to like go through so many like uh, much more difficult things basically than we have to. So it's really easy to like, it's really easy to just like think of it like, I'm the only one that's being affected by it, but it's really not because there's like so many people in the world and this is like a really like a global thing right now. So, you know, I think like, if there's one thing that you can take from it, it's that like, everyone's kind of like going through it together. So you can kind of like, you know, like kind of like relate to each other and try to like seek, like help each other out in a way, I guess, by like providing support for them. And I guess like, it's really easy to think about what have I missed in the last 10 months? Because 10 months have already gone by since the start of this whole thing. But like, it doesn't really do you any good. So like, the only thing you can really do is just look forward and see what might happen in the future oh definitely uh, definitely and, and i think that that's the thing you have to say don't don't count the things you missed right just count the things that you do have i think that that's the part like simply destiny will be say um tomorrow never promised so i'm not going to spend my time counting about how many times i did didn't do this i'm going to say oh look i take the little wins, you know, I was so excited. I'm like, Oh, snow, maybe I'll be able to walk around or I'll be walking around in snow for a little bit because it's warm enough to walk around. Right. Or, you know, a couple of the days, um, this past couple of weeks, the sunrise has been beautiful. And I'm like, I take my time and look at it like, okay, I actually saw the sunrise and go, okay, let's go with this day as, as it is because I have to be grateful. Don't count your misses because unfortunately, I know this is going to sound weird, but I am old. You will get it back. It, it's not, you know, life is not like, it's not something that is measured and it stops. Life goes on. And if you're, you know, anybody that's listening right now and they're like, well, I didn't accomplish this today. You accomplish it tomorrow. You accomplish it a month from now. Man, you might accomplish it 10 years from now. I'm okay with that. One of my best friends, it took her 10 years to graduate from college. Graduated at the same time, right? Went to school at the same time, but we had different life experiences occur. The day she graduated, it was like my graduation day. She is today one of the most successful women I know. She's successful. She is a VP of sales of someplace and she's always, she has a team she works with. Her life experiences brought her to where she is. And her education, even though it took a little bit longer, it's not that she wasn't learning both. She was learning both real life experiences and regular school. And that's something that you guys have to take away with. It's the same thing. Simply Destiny, we say, tomorrow's never promise. Music saved my life. 
if you are having a bad day, how about we don't put the sad song on, okay? How about we put a song that's gonna make us happy and remind us what happiness is. And if it's necessary, dance like nobody's watching. Cause really nobody's watching, you're home. <laughs> you're home in your room, nobody's watching. Just get up and dance. And that's what we say to each other. Like when the kids, like we put kids on breakout rooms and I'm like, that's so funny. Just either the breakout rooms or they put themselves on the cameras off. I know they're like moving their, you know, they're moving their hands. And they're like, okay, we're ready to share. And I'm like, all right, come back. And it's like, they know that even though they're not in the studio, they got a chance to show off their moves to their friends or can we get together later and talk about, you know, the next five or six counts. And I'm like, yes, you can, but without me. <laughs> I'm not sitting here for the next four hours. You get your own little Zoom ID and you go talk to your friends. Let me text your mom and tell them that that's what you're doing. And that's where I'm always like, your host, bye. Like, I'm, I cannot sit there and watch. I love them, but I'm not watching four hours of a dance practice because you have to have an adult with, right? But the adult can be on the other side of, of the door, you know, just making sure everything's okay. But I love it when they're just like, we want to get together and we want to do stuff. Okay, no problem. I'll make you host. I'm giving you 45 minutes. And let me text your parents to let, let them know that you are together just in case something happens. They know that I'm no longer with you guys, but that we have decided to do this these steps or they're drawing. And they really got into the drawing that we were doing. And I'm like, okay, this is great. You guys going to send me pictures because they send me pictures of their finished artwork. But we, I have to go, take your time, it's okay. And they're like, okay, because this space is yours. What you make of it, right? You can have, I have uh, video Zoom parties with my friends that I can't see. Some of us, we do video. I have never done videos, but I, um, I never used to, but I actually did a video because one of my really close friends in Panama had never seen snow. So sure enough, the opportunity I took to make a video of snow when it first came for her, it was like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, you know, so I had to explain to her about everything. And her laughter, I have, she did it on audio. It was amazing. And I still have it because she, she laughing made my day, right? And then me sending her a little snow angel, like I did a snow angel for her. She like sent me a, sent me a picture of herself holding the picture of the snow angel. So it's just, what, what can we do to connect with each other? Right? What can we do to forget and not count all the misses? Right? Don't count the misses. You can make so many new things for sure. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's like the little things in life that really just like get to people. I mean, I think people don't necessarily understand that like even the smallest thing you say can make like the best or worst impact on someone else's life. And it's really great to hear that like people at Sibley Destiny are very like enthusiastic to be in class, be in school. That makes like that brings happiness to my heart because I know like at school people in my classes, I feel horrible for the teachers because um, nobody turns on their camera, nobody unmutes no matter how much they ask. And it's really, really sad, but it's awesome to hear something like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the thing about teaching. Like I tell the, the class that I have now that third graders, it's like, all I want to do is see your face. Even if it's for a little bit, just show me your face because seeing just blankness, it's heavy for teachers just to see blankness. And um, I think also for you guys, 
like I think that one of the things like the kid the kid that loves to do their hair oh man they're having issues because they have nobody to show off their hairstyle but they have to like turn the camera on <laughs> I can't comment on your cute little puff balls if you don't show me your face right so it's like it's one of the other other outfits or or anything like I um I know you guys are older but show and tell is big in elementary school you know tell them hey we're gonna take 15 minutes and grab something near you and sh show and tell me they love that and that's the same thing like simply destiny sometimes they brings they they bring stuff to the studio and now with covid what we do is that we actually just have them tell us about it right they can tell us what's going on they could show us this was a great day or they can message us and say, you know, like we do it through the band app. Oh, you know, this is what's going on at school or this, this was a great day because of this. And they share their good days and they share their bad days, right? Oh, we had a bad day at school. Somebody just wouldn't stop on muting. And then we, we just, all this noise in the background. And then you'll be like, well, then we mute, right? That, that etiquette of being able to be present I think that's another part that we have to learn as a group, right? Is to be present in the moment. Like, I'm talking to you guys. This is what I am focused on you guys. Hey, this is my time with you and nothing else because there is nothing else that I need to be doing other than focusing and being with you guys in this interview. It's like, that's it. Well, we are so used to multitasking, but now we can't because there's nothing to multitask. There's really nothing about that task. I can get I can get whatever I need to get done after this or the day after that. It's not it's not critical for it to be happening all at the same time. So you have to slow down. And I think that's the hardest part for all of us, slowing down and taking that moment to breathe and saying, well, this took less time than I thought, but hey, it's okay. Or this is gonna take longer. And then we push everything else aside so I can be present. I think that's another great thing that we really do have to think about just for ourselves, you know, and try to help the next person or even the next little box and be like, you're muted. I mean, that's the best quote. I think I love that. That was the best quote of all year. You're muted. Teacher, you're muted. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I'll be like, okay, I'm back. Or, or they'll be like, Johnny, you're muted. We can't hear you. And it's amazing that they're telling each other to unmute and wait for the unmute and him to share. Like, do we do that in real person? No, we talk over each other. But those kids, be, it's like, it's Johnny's turn, mute. They'll wait and they'll, they are waiting for that person to share because they know that that person has been waiting to share or they, they understand how excited he is to have the mic, you know, and pass it around and, you know, be respectful. Everybody wants to hear their voice. Yeah. Like what you said with like the whole show and tell thing, I can, I can imagine that like a lot of people, like even people our age can kind of relate to that. I remember my sister told me the other day, uh, so my sister's in the seventh grade, but like in her classes sometimes, like sometimes some people will have their cameras on and then like they're, they're just like doing their nails or something for everyone to see. And like, I think, I think part of it has to do with like, Sometimes, like, let's say, like, you got a new outfit or you got a new pair of shoes and you wear it to school because you're, you're like the coolest kid on the block now, right? And then, like, people will notice you and then some people might compliment you. And I feel like now we're kind of, like, missing out on that. So, like, maybe, like, we, we just kind of have to, like, kind of, like, do what we can on Zoom. 
to get that feeling. Right. And I think that that's show and tell. You can do it. It's just, again, it's like, what, how do we do? Like, if you tell a teacher, hey, I, we, we would like five minutes to socialize, they will give it to you, but they're going to ask for something. Like, are my rewards for our class? It's literally the same thing. Can you socialize? Yes. Can we um, play a game? Yes. Can we um, take a break? Yes. But if I don't see any of your homework, how are you going to take a break? How can you take a break of not doing anything? <laughs> and they're just like, what? I was just like, well, and I was telling that to, I, I know a junior in high school, he's oh, he's, he said, my teacher thinks I have nothing else to do. I have all this homework. And I said to him, um, is your camera off? And he's like, uh, I'm like, well, if I was your teacher, you would get all the homework. Why? Because your camera's off. I don't know where you are. Are you sleeping? Are you on the couch? Are you in the bed? And he's like, I'm like, if you turn your camera on, I bet you get work. And he was just thrown by me saying that. And I was just like, try it. Your teacher might be saying something. You know, if your camera's off, you might be getting 80 assignments because the last 75 minutes or 50 or whatever minutes we have together, nothing's happened. They just talk to themselves, right? So they have to they have to give you homework to see. But if you guys are interacting, things happen differently. And I I said that to him. I'm like, my challenge to you is have your camera on, see what happens. If this teacher's still gonna inundate you with homework, like inundated and he's just like all right we'll see so i don't know i don't know that yet that i had that conversation this week because <laughs> that's all he talked about in our session because uh, i mentor and he that's all he talked about he was just like i can't believe this homework and i'm just like really did you get that much homework and i'm like well i'll help but i'm like if i was your teacher i would be doing the same thing and he's like oh <gasps> Miss Francois, why are you talking to me like that? Because I would do the same. <laughs> I would do the same. No joke, I would do the same. I mean, yeah, honestly, listening to it, like, from a teacher's point of view, it kind of makes more sense to me now. I didn't really understand that, but, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Um, just, we have one last question for you today. Um, if anyone listening wanted to help you with your guys' cause, like, is there anything that they could do to help or volunteer? Oh, definitely. Um, Simply Destiny is always looking for volunteers. We, um, you guys also tutored some of our kids, which is awesome. And so we're always looking for tutors. We always have problems with math. Um, and there's always um, geometry. I think it's the biggest math problem everybody has. But yeah, tutoring or volunteering, um, we will be kicking off some uh, hybrid classes that are specific. So we were looking for people that know technology and want to help like figure out, you know, like video uh, editing, because not all of us are, are, that's not our strength, right? Our strength is, well, my strength is like the college readiness and helping you guys with education. And then Marty's strength is making up choreography or helping the choreography be smooth, but then doing like choreo and video it it has to be done in a certain way and we don't we don't have that so yeah so anybody that has any skills we love to if you have nothing to do you can volunteer super destiny especially now because we're virtual so we would just open up you know the studio virtually and come together and figure things out 
but yeah, so if anybody wants to volunteer, those are the, the main volunteers is the tutoring art because we love students teaching students art. Um, anything to do with, do with uh, video editing or even like this is podcast. It's like so cool to have you guys doing something, you know, you as students leading something like that just makes everybody's day. I, I know that you guys don't believe it, but as a, as a person in the community, as an educator, as just the person seeing other people doing things is so amazing. So yeah, so it, stuff like that. So you can always, I know it's old too. I just guessed that old is old. Facebook is old. Facebook's old. I don't know. So if you, if you have Facebook, you can follow us on Facebook and then send a message because Liza's always checking the messages. And um, you can always, um, what I could do is I will put my email and I can put my email on the chat box so that you guys can have it. Oh, you guys can't see it, right? Nobody can see it on video if I put my email. You have my email anyway. Yeah, we so can you have post my it on our website for more opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, so the opportunity is just email me and ask like, hey, I have some time and it doesn't have to be like 20, 30 hours. Sometimes it's just as much as two hours a week because maybe you'll be in a room supervising some somebody in a breakout room or a few times when we do get together. Like what we did is uh, we needed people to open the door and check people's temperature six feet apart and then go ahead and next person because we had to really separate everybody from each other but still wanted to accomplish toys for tots right because we got toys for tots and we needed to get the toys to the families in a distribution center basically we created a mini distribution center so we had all these volunteers helping each other out so there's always something that will come up that we want to distribute to families too so yeah anytime just email me and even if you have a question or something that has nothing to do with Simply Destiny or Dance, I am more than happy to connect you. Because that's my, also my joy in life, is connecting people to whatever they're trying to connect to. So, that, and that's the same thing that happened with our student that we wanted, she wanted to go to the STEM program. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what to do. I just was like, okay, how do I connect? I have to be able to connect her to someone that's gonna help us. And then we're like, okay, let's do chocolates. That idea didn't come from me. That idea came from somebody else. So anytime. So more than happy to take volunteers. Even if you don't have a car, good. You're just doing it virtually. And that's the beauty of it. Now you can make your own time and not worry about, do I have a ride from my dad or my mom or my brother or my fight over a car? You could just do it online too. I mean, that's that's amazing. Thank you so much for letting us know the opportunities. Well, that's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys enjoyed our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Wheels for All and check out our website at www.wheelsforall.com. Thank you so much for joining us on the Roll On podcast today, Adriana. Um, you all can check out their Instagram account at Simply Destiny Dance and their Facebook at um, Simply Destiny. Do you have anything else you'd like to add here? Any more plugins? <laughs> No, it's okay. Yeah, it's simply Destiny Youth Center, I think, and for the Facebook. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys so much. Um, I really appreciate the invitation to you know, talk to you guys and your your school, your little community. Um, again, just try to be kind to yourselves and celebrate the wins. Okay, that's that's the most important thing. 
just celebrate the wins and be kind to yourself. You guys are doing amazing. I think that's one of the things that I saw is that we're in a pandemic. Uh, we don't can't go anywhere, but we're still here. Like we gotta celebrate that, and you gotta say to yourself, "I'm pretty proud of myself for being able to do anything today." Because some people can't do it, and we always gotta remember, you are doing more than a lot of people. We are so privileged to be where we are, and I think that that's that's really important to always remember that we are privileged in so many ways. And so we just have to take a breath, breathe with me. I always tell my students, breathe with me. We could do it. Take that breather. And you guys are so amazing. Thank you so much for the invitation. This is so cool. So hopefully I wasn't ranting too much. <laughs> no, it was, it was great information. Um, this is Shreya David signing off. Thank you.